0: Hello, hello, and welcome to West Franklin Talks. My name's Dave Cruz, the guy across the table. That's Matt Pearson. What's up, Dave? Matt's our campus and teaching pastor, and he is in chilled out mode. Yes, sir. We've had to change our uh, recording schedule just a little bit because you have some things on Monday when we normally record. I have some things on Monday when we normally record, so we came in Sunday afternoon. Mm. To do this during your normal nap time, mm. so Matt is uh struggling to keep the eyes open, yeah,
1: had to take one of my children to a party,
0: and you didn't stay no. show' them, show him your wild dance moves, no, not, not your and, cup of tea and
1: we got a we got a meeting here at four so we
0: do, so it worked out well. Let's talk a few things before we jump into talking about the sermon. shall we? let's do it today. you pulled uh Kelly up on stage and you talked about her and said goodbye and she started crying yes especially in the first service yes you didn't see it but I was crying in the back also because Dave Cruz yes because I realized she's not here to do VBS (laughs) and now it's on me (laughs) so I shed a tear because Kelly was leaving because VBS is coming June 21st through the 25th yeah and we (laughs) would love for your children to sign up how about volunteers do we have? We're we're doing decent. We got a yeah, meeting you, here in a little bit. We yeah, yeah. We can always use more, but based on our current signups, I feel pretty comfortable. Now, if we have another 150 kids sign up, oh boy, we're in trouble. We yeah. need a lot more volunteers. So you can still sign up to be a volunteer. And here's the thing. You may be going, ah, I just I don't have the gift of teaching. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. We we can we can put you in a place. Where you can thrive and you can have a great week. Sure. If you can talk to kids even remotely in a non creepy kind of way. (laughs) That would be nice. That's a great clarification. Yes.
1: If you can non-creepily talk to children.
0: Yes, we can We can use you. Yes. Because you may not need to teach. You may just need to make sure they can get from point A to point B without. Can, can,
1: can I say this? Yeah. If you think you may be creepy, why don't you ask somebody close to you?
0: Yeah, or me. I'll just tell you. Yeah, he I'm, will. Ha- I'm happy he will. to tell you if you're yeah. creepy. Um, there's only a few in our yeah. congregation. But and, you tell uh, them. If they, I would. If they asked you. Oh yeah, definitely. You know me. I don't I don't really have much of that kind of filter. No. Um so so that's coming up. We want you to sign up for that. Here's here's another observation I had off of services on Sunday. My question to Stan about the flavor of saliva, mm-hmm. you either really, really liked it or you really, really hated my question. Did you get several comments? I got today? several comments yeah. and um I'm okay with that because it's it is a different kind of question. It is. But I'm also just kind of going. It's kind of like your your issue with feet; it yeah. just kind of creeps you out. I've realized that saliva creeps, creeps people, people out, mm-hmm. and so if I creeped you out with that question, sorry, not sorry, um, <laughs> because it's a great question that should be a fabulous conversation starter. Yeah, um, and I have more of them.
1: And let's not forget, listeners, Dave was a youth minister
0: uh, many many moons ago.
1: So that's kind of a that's kind of a G rated question compared to what you could have asked. Oh, yeah with some, with some youth ministry stuff yeah. that, you, that you've had in your history I'm sure
0: definitely there's some things we could yeah. ask that might make you blush a little more yeah. but yeah. that's yeah. not the purpose of this it was simply to show that hey our uh, our staff is human too and we're not all just he came back quick man I was really impressed. barbecue sauce barbecue and I think he was the first person to ever give that answer what an answer I it was a good I mean answer.
1: I immediately felt a rapport with him.
0: It, it was it was good. So um, so enough about that. I just needed to acknowledge that some of you really were okay with that question, and some of you really struggled with that question, <laughs> and who knew? <laughs> who knew? Maybe I've been asking you know, that question I, so long. I, I got just some said, text about it over the weekend. Did yeah. you really? Yeah, I did. Nice. Yeah. Hopefully positive.
1: Um, <laughs> so. It's kind of like, did he really? Uh, yeah, he did. I mean. Was, what you heard is really happened. Anyway. Anyway, let's yeah. get on with yeah. it.
0: So this uh, past Sunday, you preached on Ruth chapter three. I did. And uh, we've only got one more week in Ruth. I know. Where are we going after Ruth?
1: Well, post-Ruth is Memorial Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, months ago, I asked Josh Lynn to preach that weekend.
0: But you'll still be here. I'll be here. So don't use that as an excuse to not come to church on Memorial Day. I'll be here.
1: I'll be here. Uh, I'm not here this coming week.
0: We don't don't talk about that. That way people still show up. (laughs) I I
1: think people want to hear the end of Ruth. And you'll do a fantastic job. But, um, yes, uh, after after Memor- after Ruth, Memorial Day, so it's kind of an open weekend yes. preaching calendar, I'll uh, be here, but ask Josh Lynn to preach. He was supposed to preach the Sunday between Christmas and New Year's yes. this past year. Uh, but I almost said COVID, but it wasn't COVID. It was the bomb in, in Nashville. Knock that out. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah Knock yeah. that out, so he couldn't do that. So he's been waiting for a while to, to have the opportunity to yeah. preach. But in June we are uh, it's a four or five week series through Romans chapter eight. Yeah. And uh, mercy, if you haven't read Romans chapter eight in a while or ever, do your soul a favor and read Romans chapter eight.
0: It's a solid chapter. Yeah, it is. But most and, of them are.
1: And then, <laughs> and then in July. Uh, We're doing uh, What Your Pastor Wants You to Know, kind of each campus pastor gets to choose. And so last year, about this time when I was putting this together, I thought, you know, I'm going to do a four-week series in Jonah, kind of the excuses he used not to share the gospel.
0: So one of the reasons we had to change our recording schedule is you're actually taking off Monday Mm mid-morning-ish for the preaching Retreat where preaching, you guys are going to start working retreat. on the 2022 Correct. plans for yes. uh, for preaching.
1: Monday and Tuesday we so, will be putting into place a yeah. draft of the 2022 preaching team. It's gonna be preaching good. Plan, yeah,
0: it's gonna be good. So let's let's get to uh, Ruth chapter three. We'll start with our our every week kind of question, Matt. What's the one thing that you hoped the the listener would walk away with?
1: How Boaz treated Ruth is how God treats us okay, if I could just that's as simple as I know how to put it
0: that's pretty simple, yeah, so let's unpack that a little bit more because <laughs> if they weren't a part of the sermon, uh-huh. a lot of people have different uh takes yep. on how God has treated them mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so let's let's really talk about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. What do you mean how Boaz treated Ruth is how God treats mm-hmm. us unpack that well, a little more. first
1: and foremost, I need to say spiritually for our soul yes as 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 I thought about this Dave this week i I mean I had I had several manuscripts started, written, uh, three quarter of the way done. and I thought this is not working. Right. Uh, and there's some there's some approaches you could take. Um, I said this at the beginning of the sermon. There's some there's a way of. I mean, at the beginning of chapter three, Ruth and Naomi are at a different stage of life. Mm-hmm. They're fixing to go into another season. They don't know what the future is. And so I thought, you know, it'd be it'd be good to 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 say, okay, what are some lessons? What are some takeaways from? How to approach a new season, not knowing what God's will is, and right. do so in a wise way. And there was some truth there, but it just didn't um, click with me. Sure. And then I thought, well, there's a lot here about how Boaz uses self-control towards the opposite sex towards Ruth. Right. Uh, shows character, and that's true. But it's so unlike our context and culture. It just didn't. It didn't click.
0: Yeah, and let's just stop there for a second Mm because you 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 made some jokes, Mm -hmm. but I mean when you read chapter three, if you understand the context and culture, it'd be easy to be like, man, there's some boom chicka wow wow possibly (laughs) happening here. (laughs) So, I just sat there and thought you handled it well, but I also think most (laughs) folks would not. Man, I got you with that one, obviously. Boom chicka wow wow yeah that
1: that got me that's good so you know it's good (laughs)
0: so i mean when you read chapter three you miss that that there is this potential for sexual tension Mm -hmm. and we have to acknowledge that because when you just read and go man she uncovered his feet well like you like you acknowledge that's creepy weird yeah Yeah. but when you read it through the the cultural context you're like oh yeah
1: oh yeah she's She's making herself available for marriage. Yes. Yeah.
0: And so you know when you talk about his his control and restraint. Well, mm-hmm. if you don't understand the culture, mm-hmm. you're just sitting there going, "Why did not he just cover his feet back up?" Right. Is he, I mean, what's what right. do you mean? So, right. so right. I think you did you did a good job of trying to communicate that in a a. Um, appropriate way. I hope so. But I'm not sure it clicked with everyone because at least the service I was in where you said it, there wasn't quite the light bulb moments going on. Mm. A few people got it, but I don't know that everyone did.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, and I look around and see tons of children, which is wonderful. I, I You know, you had to be careful. Yes. Um,
0: and, and I think you handled it well based on the wide range of ages in yeah. there. Um, again, I, as, I, as I backed up and
1: I thought, okay, God, you there's a lot of stories you could have included. And 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 this week in, in Ruth 4 you're going to really show why this is here yes. in the text. Yes. Why it's a Bible book. Yep. At all the bow is tied beautifully. I can't wait. Um and so but as I back up I thought okay, I may, I, I don't I do not believe Boaz was the Christ of course. And I, and I, and I believe Boaz was a real man and this really happened, but I believe there's a type He's a type of Christ, if you will. And all through the Old Testament, there are these images of the gospel. And I, I, as I backed up from Ruth three and kind of got a 30,000 foot view, I thought that is a beautiful picture of the gospel. Sure. You have this woman who doesn't belong there. This woman who comes from a group of people who have been cursed by God because of their rebellion and disobedience. And you've got a woman who can offer nothing. And if somebody doesn't do something for her, her future is hopeless. Yeah. And so Boaz, I don't say swoops in, but you know how it happens in Ruth chapter three, but she puts herself out there mm-hmm. before him and says, you're, you're my only hope. Basically, yeah. if you don't do it, I'm, I'm done. And he does. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't just redeem her as we'll, as we'll see next week, but he, he treats her with kindness. He's gracious to her. Mm-hmm. Um, he's
0: even flattered when yeah. you look at yeah. his response. That's, true. That's
1: a great way. That's a great word to use there. because He's like, you could have gone to other men. Exactly.
0: And yeah. she and you know he he pointed yeah. out there's a definite age difference yeah. between him and her, uh-huh. and he's like oh you're 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 choosing me, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, so yeah. i you know I like
1: that word flattered that's that's good, I wish I'd have thought of that word um but yeah and, and he he makes a safe place for her. he sends her back to Naomi with an abundance of barley. Um, generous yes. and and just kind and 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 I just thought you know that's exactly what Christ does for us when we say I'm nothing unless you do it for me.
0: Yeah, So yeah. That's and the I, that's the approach I took. And so I mean, when we stop, and I don't, we gotta be careful because we could jump easily into chapter four, which we're not at yet. And if mm-hmm. we do, we do. It's not a big mm-hmm. deal. But I mean, when we stop to think, that's how God is responding to us. A lot of times, I'm kind of. I think people may go, "Well, that's not how I see him responding." Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. next week, if things continue the way I think they're going to, we're going to talk a lot about, "Hey, our thoughts, our expectations of how God is working or responding Mm -hmm. around us, and the challenges that come when, well, it's not what I thought it should be." Mm -hmm. And I'm sure in that moment. I mean, she got sent home and she didn't know what was going to happen. Mm. She may still be going, I don't know if the God's going to show up. right? And for her to have the patience, the faith, the whatever, those are two good words, I think, for what she had. Mm-hmm. For her to go, okay, I'm going to go home and wait, it's totally out of my hands. Yeah. I, I think most of us would have been like, wait, 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 wait. You, you're just going to go simply trust this guy? You're not going to go out and find that other kinsman redeemer and be like, listen, <laughs> d- I don't want you go with Boaz. He's going to find you, but I found you first. Yeah, do not. Yeah, yeah. I'll make your life miserable. Whatever. Right. She didn't do that. She went home and, I mean, she she turned to Naomi and said, okay, here we are. And you referenced today, Naomi said, it's going to be okay. You know, I think in the service I was in, you even said, you know, put on some more lipsticks. <laughs> I don't know if she. Said that. You said that. I know I did. I can't remember. But it's not in the text. No, no, it's not. Right. But yeah. I mean, she turned to Naomi again and said, yeah. "Hey, mm-hmm. what do I do next?"
1: Yeah, wait. And wait. I, he's not going to sit on this. He's going to He's going to fix it.
0: Yeah, and that's what I love. In the beginning, Naomi was leaning all over Ruth, mm-hmm. and here in chapter three, we we see the the change. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've entered this new season of I'm no longer in mourning. Ruth, I don't know what to do now. Mm-hmm. And Ruth understood the cultural context. And all of a sudden, as she's coming out of her bitterness, as she's coming out of her season of mourning, she's going, "Okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. I know. I know the Hebrew culture. I know the people. I know the people who live here because they are my people. Here's what you're going to do." Yeah.
1: I'm. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm just going to chase a rabbit within that. We got
0: time. Let's do it.
1: Something that we cannot miss here is, let's just say, that there's some listeners and they're they're thinking, all right, I don't know what God has for me next. I don't know what His will is for me next. And they're thinking, how do you know what God's will is? Maybe they're in a relationship, a 2021 version of Ruth and Boaz. I don't I don't know or, or something similar. And they're like, how do how do I how do I know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think a key takeaway is Ruth had a Godly, wise woman in her life she took Naomi's cue. Naomi was in a better place mentally and spiritually and emotionally by chapter three and so if you're if you're wondering do I need to give myself to this man or pursue this woman or quit my job and start another one or I mean the the scenarios are endless i would I would see to it that you put in your life first if you don't have someone a godly wise mentor somebody that walks with Jesus has walked with Jesus right and that can speak wisdom to you because i believe Naomi was giving her godly wisdom in what to do
0: yeah i was on i was preacher on call this week it didn't mm-hmm. have to go preach obviously mm-hmm. but one of the the uh, the commentaries that i was reading basically said Naomi was telling Ruth this is what we're going to do and they took the initiative. They weren't waiting for some flaming neon sign for God from God to go here. This guy, mm-hmm. she was saying, no, no, no. We're gonna go get, mm-hmm. yeah. a- and we're gonna see. God blesses that. Yeah. And I think sometimes we need to remember that. Hey, maybe there's a little initiative we need to take. Yep. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that right. if it's a if it's a righteous uh, initiative. I'm so glad you said it that way.
1: You know, David Hanna, the campus pastor at Lachlan Springs, it got a lot of um, young, single uh, millennials at his church. Mm-hmm. And he, Monday of last week when we were still just kind of figuring out this text, he was really wrestling. He goes, I, I'm going to have ladies read this and be like, well, Ruth did it. I'm going to do it. And so there are times we need to take the initiative, but it's got to be uh, wise. Yeah. It's got to be with integrity. It's got to be with righteousness, with a desire to obey and please God. So there's, there's this desperate need for us to have someone in our life. That has been walking with Jesus, and and if you're a listener at, to West Franklin talks, our church is tailor made mm-hmm. for this this kind of mentorship. Yes, and I, I, the word mentorship get, or mentoring gets gets thrown around a lot. What I mean is an older believer, somebody who's a couple of steps ahead at least, mm-hmm. can just say, you know what? Can you can we can I help you? Yeah. Here's what I've learned. Here's what God's shown me. Here's what God's word says. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, I I, I I grew up in a home and I still, still to this day, my dad's my hero, spiritually speaking. Sure. But I, I realizing the older I get that I'm a unicorn. I don't, I don't say that to brag. It's right. It's God's gift of grace to me. But the reason I bring it up here is if you're, if you're an older gentleman and you walked with God and, and for your kids, that's rare. Not many people had, have had that. And so I just encourage you to, to consider that, continue that legacy back to what you said earlier, Dave, about taking the initiative. Once someone leads you to something and you still don't know what you're going to do next, (laughs) the steps you take when you don't know what God's will is must be taken when you do the little things with integrity. I love Boaz and Ruth put on a clinic on how to do the small things above reproach. Yes. They don't cross any boundaries. They don't uh, cross any sexual lines. They maintain integrity. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, the, it's the tiny things that you do when no one's looking. The, the things where you want to make sure that you are obedient to God so that you, that conscience is clear, so that that relationship with God isn't disrupted and so you can say, okay, if God opened this door, I know it was the Lord that did it. Or right. God shut this door. I know God shut the door. And we know how the story ends with Ruth, but it could have been where the uh, other Redeemer said, yeah, I won't. I want. Yeah. But because they walked with the Lord, it would have been like, okay, well, I guess this is what God wants. Right yeah so anyway, i just i just I thought it'd be helpful to to say, have that wise person and then do what you do, The even the little things above
0: reproach yeah and and, and let's think about that for a second because finding someone ahead of you in life can seem like a daunting task. Mm-hmm. We have people all the time who are just making comments to us just offhandedly mm-hmm. man, I wish I had someone who I could pour into I mm-hmm. wish yeah we do hear you that, know a lot. Yeah. I wish there was someone who. I could just be a part of their life. So if you're that person who's looking and you don't know where to look, come talk with us Yeah, please. because we may be able to go, Oh yeah, I got a great person mm-hmm. for you. Um, and if we don't, well then we can start talking to people mm-hmm. and going, Hey, we, w- would you, could you? Right.
1: And I would say do that. And our next family gathering, I think uh, the Friday VBS are having family night, yep. which is a family gathering with 200 of our closest VBS friends. Yes. And, um, introduce yourself yeah. to an older guy or to a younger guy yeah. and see if you click.
0: And you don't even have to wait for that. You can do it on a Sunday. That's tr- great point. You great mean, point. Yeah. We, we, we don't
1: have, we don't have protocols anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, we have a few, but yeah. nothing that prevents you from walking up and introducing yourself right. or saying, Hey, could you facilitate an mm-hmm. introduction? And mm-hmm. so, you know, we're happy to help you find those people. Um, but you have to tell us and you have to decide I am open to that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's good. I mean, w- uh, let's be honest. One of the 2022 goals that's being set before our staff is go find a Paul for your life. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. we as staff are going to be held to a degree of, mm-hmm. hey, you need to go find people mm-hmm. um, who are ahead of you or, you know, more mature, whatever the word may be. So it's not just us telling you you needed it. We're being told as right. staff members, hey, you guys need this too. Yeah, it's critical. It is. And it's so, um, you know, so I'm going to be looking in you're going to be looking if you don't already have it. Yeah. Um, and so it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So if it's good for us, it's good for you. And if it was good for Ruth, it's good for I think for it worked you. out okay for her. I think so. You'll find out next week <laughs> unless you read ahead, which I'll encourage you to do. Yeah, yeah. It'll be good.
1: At the end of the day, Dave, I know we need to probably wrap this up, but at the end of the day, I, I want I want those who were there, and if you go back and listen to the message and you weren't there, to th- to, to see... As as, I, as we started at the beginning of this podcast, I started the sermon. What comes into your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you? Yeah. And I think Ruth chapter 3, all of Ruth, but Ruth chapter 3 gives us another snapshot of the heart of God. Yeah, I agree. He is not out to get you. He's not out to dis- punish you. He's not out to hurt you. He's not out to embarrass you. Because of Christ, our sins and the punishment we deserve have been Atoned for. Yes. Now he can say over you, The Lord bless you, my daughter, or the Lord bless you, my son.
0: That's good. Yeah. It's good. So let's end it there, shall we? We shall. Well, we just said we're going to end it. So we are. Hey, we want to say thanks for joining us on today's episode of West Franklin Talks. We're going to be back Friday. Uh, with another episode talking to someone in our church about something, and I promise I will not ask any questions involving saliva. So in the meantime, you enjoy the rest of your week, and may the Lord bless you and keep you.